Hey everyone, how are you? I hope you're well and welcome back to the Pilot's Wife podcast. Today I wanted to take a little trip down memory lane and remember some of the fun times. Um, just while we're all sort of stuck in lockdown, this is, I think we're in week four and we've got uh, we've got another week to go and it is getting a bit tough now and I'm I'm just enjoying some memories of some of the fun times and I wanted to share one with you. So here's the question, for those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement, help me be a better spouse, and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife Podcast. So when people hear that I'm a pilot's wife, I can just see I can just see the cogs turning in people's heads. Oh wow, that's so cool! You'll be travelling all over the place. You've been to so many countries. Um, you never work because you're always travelling around with your husband. You know that sort of thing. And um, of course, I would do that if I didn't have preschool-aged kids and if they slept properly at night. Um, and so it's kind of a bit disappointing, really, in the sense that I don't have too many fun stories to tell because, well, Josh was a domestic pilot for a while and we did we did do some quite cool trips, but it was just around just around the country. We didn't do anything international because um, he was just flying <laughs> domestically. Um, and I did have some some fun trips up in the cockpit with him until uh, that got shut down by some crazy people doing crazy things and just changing the rules for everyone. Um, but those are some really cool things, and I and I got to see um, you know as we've approached into cities and, and we flew past mountains and saw some really cool views and that was really cool when he got the job uh, as an international pilot his first international job I was just pregnant uh, with our first daughter and so he went away for training for quite a long time and I couldn't go with him um, and then and then as soon as he uh, was ready to start and everything we had a, a newborn and uh, and since then, um, I've kind of been a little bit um, stuck at home, just with different different issues and challenges. And um, so we've done maybe four trips together as a family. And um, and and Josh and I maybe maybe I've done. I think I've only gone once with him away where we didn't bring the kids. And um, I wanted to just talk about. That, that one trip because it's such a highlight, such a good time, and when he gets another pilot's job, that'll be, that'll be. I'm going to be doing that more totally. Now the kids are older, um, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> taking advantage of any trip I can where I can go with him because um, it really is, it really is a cool perk of being the wife of a pilot and getting um, free accommodation if he's already going somewhere anyway, and then, and then really cheap travel. So anyway, he had a trip to Brisbane and it was one of those ones where he flew out of Auckland, stayed the night in Brisbane and then was going to be flying back to Auckland the next day. But then he had to fly off somewhere else. But I could still fly with him 
both directions. And so um, that matters because if you are travelling together um, with the pilot each way, then you can get on the transport, um, which means getting from the airport to the hotel um, and, and, and also back again the next day. So you do have to, and you want to make sure that you've got a bit of time together at the other end. So this particular overnight was um, a landing in Brisbane at about, I think it was something like 12 p.m., and um, maybe it was a little bit later, but um, it was um, a long time of afternoon time with where we could just hang out and um, and go for a walk and things like that. So um, it was an early morning for us, but we had uh, Josh's Josh's mum came over to look after the kids um, for the for the night, and so we left in the morning. And um, do you know one of the bonuses for me was just getting to the airport and then Josh had to go off and do his thing and I just could wait at the airport for the for the flight to be ready and not have not have to do anything at all that I didn't want to do I could just do whatever I wanted and so we um uh, I actually went shopping and because um, I had um, I had these these new pants and I didn't have really shoes that went with them. And I'm like, right, I'm going to go have a look. And I, I went into a shop and they had these cool shoes and they were on sale. And so I bought them and I was just feeling so good. Um, and then when I got on the plane, um, I... Um, I was able to I was able to show Josh through the for the open door because he was sitting in the cockpit just getting things ready. I was like, look, look at my shoes. <laughs> and that was really cool. Um, yeah, so we, uh, because I'm a pilot's wife, he told he told the crew that I was getting on on board, and so I got very special treatment when uh, when I when I came onto the onto the plane and they saw my ticket and I'm like, oh, you're you're Josh's wife. Um, and then he, he covertly goes and grabs a bottle of water, drinking water, and that was my special gift, <laughs> the pilot's wife, special guest on the plane, um, and uh, they, he, um, when I sat in my seat, one of them brought me, um, a, um, what do you call that, an iPad um, to watch movies on, because I didn't have my own, and um, and you don't normally get that, that was a, um, that was a perk as well, um, the only problem was that I couldn't sign in, and I tried and I tried, uh, but it didn't work. Um, so anyway, I, I didn't get to watch movies, but there was other entertainment on that app that I could access, and uh, one of them was some e-books, and so um, I, I read this, this really interesting e-book, and uh, it, was about, um, it was about addictions and how people form addictions, but it really, it really um, I took some stuff away from it because it also, we talk in our courses in our um, our pre-marriage courses about um, you know when you marry someone you're marrying their their the the hobbies and their and their the things that they enjoy doing as well and so if you know some you know some habits and some hobbies that they have before you get married you know you're not going to be getting married thinking right when we're married they're not going to do that anymore that's too expensive or that takes up too much of their time and then I'm not going to see them right you're marrying them knowing that they enjoy those things and when they do things that they enjoy they're the best person they can be and you want them to be the best person they can be while you're married to them as well and so we want to give them the time to do the things they enjoy and that, that give them peace and satisfaction and, and all that sort of stuff um, and so this book was talking about how um, we have levels of serotonin and 
um, dopamine and and one's the motivator and then dopamine's the reward. And so our, our behaviours kind of seek these chemicals through various different behaviours and some of them are healthy and some of them are unhealthy. Some of them um, are unhealthy ways to attain them and, and some of them are good because, you know, we do need to be motivated to get up in the morning to seek food and to, um, and to seek these rewards. Um, and so it was talking about how over time we develop these habits and when we're kind of in that sort of 18... 19-year-old um, age group, that's when we really start to, um, our brain develops quite quite concrete um, patterns of, of seeking and um, obtaining these, these rewards. And I guess one of the takeaways when I was reading that was that, um, you know, we, we do have to take into account the patterns when we marry someone that they've already formed because they're quite strong. And so not necessarily addictions, but the, the patterns of behaviour that motivate us. And so one of, one of the examples is that Josh, um, he was very involved in athletics. He was a great sportsman at, um, in the later school years and then definitely after school. And he did a lot of rugby and uh, his very anything sport-wise that he engaged in, he just was really good at straight away. Um, and I guess different for me because my parents weren't interested in getting up early on Saturdays to take us to sports, and so we didn't really have the opportunity to join um, sports teams so much. But um, you know, I did still do um, things that were uh, easy for them, like you know, badminton where you could go any time of the day. And um, and then when I was older, I went to sort of evening. Um, team, um, like kind of competitions and stuff, but anyway, um, so Josh is really good at sports, and um, and it's always been a fallback for him. And when he's not able to spend time on exercise and sport sport activities, he he gets quite um, kind of low. I guess it's one of his his values is having time to spend on exercise, and so he's developed that habit definitely over that kind of age age group. I mean, it definitely started earlier, but he was. Um, he was already doing that stuff when he was 19 and, and beyond and that's definitely formed a habit for him. And so um, we've uh, we've had the young kids and we've gone through a really stressful period of building a house and whatnot and we got to the end of that and Josh was like, okay, what am I going to do next? And, you know, it's no surprise that it was sport-related and his new challenge is to run a 100-kilometre um, ultra marathon at the end of this year and so um, that takes a lot of time to train for but you know for me I can't be I can't be surprised about that because um, you know that's that's his fallback that's you know that's something that's a pattern of behavior for him to be to find motivation and to find reward through that that running and so um, I really took away from that book that you're know, marrying people who've already got those habits formed because they form unless we're getting married at really young, like sixteen, um, and we have a you know a part to play in those habits um, um, from that point on. But you know, often we're marrying somebody who's already get, got that, and and understanding that about our partner is is, is quite useful. So anyway, um, I had a really nice um, three or four hours on the plane to myself, which was awesome, and then we got off the plane. Um, I was able to sit uh, or stand at the cockpit while Josh was just finishing up and um, and just see the people leaving the plane, just people saying thank you and um, and you just see the looks on people's faces when they pass the cockpit and they see the pilots, they're just in awe and I just found that so cool to, to go along to, to his job, to his workplace and see how people reacted to the fact that this guy was a pilot. I mean, um, you know, we were collecting our bags and, and one guy was like, oh, so did you see that atoll that we crossed over and, um, you know, what's that one? And he was asking all these questions of Josh and about the weather and stuff and just that really that, that respectful kind of um, awe that, that people look at 
Josh with. Um, I never really, um, well, I never, I know, I never tire of seeing that. And, and it really illustrated to me how he gets it at work and then he comes home and his kids don't listen and they, and, and I'm all grumpy because I've been at the, you know, with the kids for five days and I've had no time to myself. And um, and he comes back to that from this this environment of, of deep respect and awe and people just loving the fact that um, you know they're they're on a trip and they're all happy because they're they're travelling somewhere exciting and then there's um, you know and then talking to a pilot and wow this you know um, this this cool thing and so that was really cool to see. Uh, and then when we left the plane, um, I could go through um, the the fast track with him, and um, you know go through the um, all the customs and whatnot. Uh, and then we got onto the the work transport, and you know just sitting with all the other the pilots and the crew, and they're all talking about um, whatever to do with work. And it's just it's really cool to have that insight into what they all talk about on the way to the hotel. Um, and um, and we got to the hotel and um, we we had the whole afternoon. It was amazing. Just um, and just the change in our um, in our behaviour. We were like little teenagers again. We just became like we're on a date and we've just met. Kind of, it was so much fun. So we went for a walk and we went one place for a drink and then we went went to another place for a bite to eat and then we went to another place for dessert and then we ended up in the city because it was open late. Um, at night and uh, and just walking around there and going shopping and went into the supermarket and bought some ice cream and oh, it was um, one of the we, we got up to a bit of mischief as well because you know these um, these um, th- these lime scooters and these different types of scooters these electric scooters in the city and um, we were in a place trying to get from one place to another and we were just so tired because we walked so much we thought we'd get a couple of scooters but of course I'd left my phone at um, at the hotel because there was like no point me having my hotel on roaming, uh, my phone on roaming for one night, or just use Josh's. And so, um, you can't actually hire two scooters on the one on the one app. Um, you have to have a separate phone for each scooter, and I didn't know that. Um, and so we um, we tried to hire two, and it wouldn't let us. And so we ended up just kind of illegally, although without knowing, we, we both went on the one scooter, and I was on the front. <laughs> he let me drive, um, and um, and we just we almost ran into a few people, uh, and then we were just going along, and someone came up behind us on on a scooter, and they said, "Oh, if you get caught with two of you on the scooter, you you'll get a, you'll get a, a fine." Um, from the police, and we were like, really? We had no idea, because um, we saw other people doing it. We saw a dad with his kid on there, and we are like, oh, it must be what people do. Um, and then no sooner had he said it, we came around the corner into a square, and um, and it was blocked off, and there was this police car sitting there, and, um, and we just went, kind of stopped, got off, pretended, you know, to just decide that we were going to walk from there, and um, <laughs> we just both cracked up laughing, and it was just... You know, it was it was so much fun. Anyway, um, we um, and then the next morning was great too because we had a late a late morning start. Well, with a time difference, it was early for Australia, but for New Zealand, it was quite a um, it was quite a decent time. And so um, we um, we were able to get up, have some breakfast, and just um, you know take our time to get ready. And then and the breakfast was. Um, um, hotel buffet breakfast which they get a discount for if you bring another person when you're on duty and so um, it was a cheap breakfast but it was awesome and then we got to go to the um to the the airport together and then I went off and did my own thing again while he got the um 
did all the flight planning and stuff. And so I had another four four hours or so to myself, um, and and um, had lots to do. So I just I just did some work and things, and and then we got home, um, and um, and I was straight back into it with the kids. And Josh went off um, on the rest of his his trip away. Um, but my gosh, the the that that trip was just one night, but it made a, a just such a difference to. Um, you know, my happiness for the next well, a few months had just set me up. It was just so cool, and I just thought, oh, the next time that happens, let's do it again. But of course, that kind of overnight then didn't come up. For, it didn't come up again, and so um, we haven't we haven't done it since. Um, but um, I guess what I why I'm telling you this is um, that I actually find memory surfing to be quite a quite a cool tool for um, I guess changing the mood and for learning. And so I'll just talk about it. Um, about those things and so one of them is that um, I, I, I do memory surfing because and we both do it together because it brings back positive feelings and you can you can tell that I've had a really good time with this memory um, and you know we, we are going through some tough times with the the COVID-19 lockdown and being stuck at home um, I mean for, I know some others are facing sickness and, and loss of um loss of family members and friends and whatnot and, and we're lucky we haven't so far um, but I am still stressed I'm not worried um, I don't uh, I did a, a survey recently some um, I got requested to do a survey on how New Zealanders are uh, affected by the COVID-19 virus and being stuck at home and stuff and there were some questions about um, do you worry about this and are you worried then and how worried are you and stuff and I was like no no I'm not worried because I know we'll be okay but I'm stressed, um, and the reason that I'm stressed is, um, and you might have heard bef- me talk about before. I'm a, I'm an introvert. We um, we use personality tests in our in our marriage courses, and um, so we use one of the most popular ones used in the um, in the psychology and psychiatry professions. It's um, the I think um, personality questionnaire, and it's um, it's based on the you know the introvert versus extrovert scale and the emotionally stable versus unstable scale and um, the, I think there's there's a popular kind of understanding about introversion versus extroversion which is kind of slightly incorrect so an introvert gets the energy from being alone by having some time to themselves and the extrovert gets the energy from being around people and I'm def- I, I'm an introvert so even though I'm very social and I, I love hanging out with people I do need just every now and then I just need everybody to leave me alone and for me to just have my thoughts to myself and I'm very stressed at the moment because I'm just not getting that because everybody's at home all of the time my, my whole, all my waking moments are just there's people around even though we're at home um, it's more I mean I'm, I'm not getting my drive time between home and work and um, and I'm not getting the um, I used to have a day um, a few hours where the kids would both go to kindy and I would just have some time at home to get some stuff done. And then that's not happening. And so I guess I'm stressed because I'm not I'm, I'm not able to recharge. I'm just getting depleted and depleted of my, um, you know, like that energy store and I'm not getting recharged. And so that's why I'm stressed. Um, you know, and everybody's got different experiences. But so when I'm doing this memory surfing, it's, it's almost like, the memory of that time where I had four hours one way and then four hours the other way to myself just it almost gives me the energy just remembering it um, and so I um, I do that for that and and another thing is um, y- you know it's, it's it's kind of like a proxy to actually feeling it and it, 
actually experiencing it, it, it well, and it does work. Um, and um, in another another thing that Josh and I both do is we um, we memory surf about our um, when we first met and, and our early dating time. Um, there was one time when we were at a party and we didn't really know anybody, and so we were like, "Oh, so how are you doing?" And we um, we kind of reenacted one of the one of the dates we'd had. Um, earlier on we we kind of just pretended as if we'd just met and we were asking these questions like so you know what are your what are your hobbies what do you what do you do and (laughs) we're just pretending like we didn't know each other but that we were you know flirting with each other and it was so much fun and um and so we we um we and we remember do you remember that time when we did this and do you remember that first date and you know you um um, you pop the boot and just surprise me with that awesome picnic, and um, you know these these memories are really um, powerful for for us. They they just bring back the smiles and they they, they bring us to a place for a while um, where um, where things were were awesome. Um, and I, just as a, just as a caveat before I go to the the other one, which is about how how we learn from some some memory surfing that we do, um, watch out because when you're memory surfing, sometimes negative memories and emotions come up in in almost sometimes without without you expecting them and um definitely um for me when i have uh, i have definitely have negative memories where um, my body tenses up when i kind of feel those memories coming to the surface um so we we can still learn from memories um and that's another bonus of of doing this memory surfing um if we relive something we can relearn what we learnt in that memory and definitely with marriage um we relationships we forget stuff and then we relearn it and then we're like oh that's right you know that's not um how i should be doing that anymore because i've learned a better way and stuff um and then we've forgotten it and then we relearn it um and so just a positive example is remembering that book that I read on that plane. It reminds me of, of the fact that, you know, that, that Josh is wired that way and every time he goes for a run, um, that's how he that's how he does things. Um, and so I've I've married him like that, that's how he is. <laughs> and but um but, but negative memories can still be useful. Um, if if you want to go there, um, then if you're feeling up to it, because um, we can still learn from those too. And so when I'm when I'm feeling strong enough, you know, I can steel myself to go through memories like that objectively. Um, what happens in our brain with uh, with memories is it's 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 a track that um, I guess it evokes evokes uh, um, a positive or a negative emotion with it. And I um, I studied neuroscience, so interesting. Um, but but definitely the way that brains develop these paths, and the more that you tread down them. And the same route, the, the deeper they get. Um, I find that with some of these negative memories, if I remember them and I tense up and then I feel bad and I feel negative about them, then that becomes deeper and deeper and it's harder and harder for me to not feel bad if, I, if that memory comes up, you know what I mean? And so it can get it can get quite scary to have those memories. Um, and so what I try and do like with some of the, the worse ones for me, I might steal myself to go through that memory objectively and kind of train my brain a bit better so um you know sometimes I might um this is one particular one where I I just have to go over and over about the fact that I've forgiven myself for making that stupid decision and I um and, and you know when I go through it now it's not quite as painful because I'm like okay I've done that to myself over and over now and I'm 
I've forgiven myself, it's in the past, and I'm going to learn from that next time. If I ever get into a situation like that again, then um, I know what I would do differently. I know I wouldn't do that thing again. I, I know that there are other options. I would choose one of those other options. And also, I can teach my kids, you know, those those learnings as well, because um, when I get when I've gotten to that point of learning from it, I can use an example when they are about to or are going through some a similar situation, probably when they're a bit older, and I can go, you know, I had this experience once, um, and this is what I would do differently. And then and you know, when you've got a story as a teaching tool for your kids, it can be that much more powerful. So you know, I can use that um, in a powerful way later on. So I hope that helps. I hope that encourages you. Memory surfing can be a fun thing and it can be a useful thing and um, you know it can just give us a bit of escapism and, and, and take us into some more fun, fond memory times. If you if you are if you are looking for some entertainment, something to something to just change the mood, you know, remember about your first dates, remember about the, the exciting times when you're getting to know each other and even um, you know, have fun if you want, reenacting it and and doing some role play it can be quite fun so I hope that's encouraged you I um I really hope you're having a great week thanks so much for listening if you like this podcast please do subscribe so then you'll know when the next one comes out I'm doing one a week and you'll get the notification and yeah I really hope um you have a great day and I'll talk to you again next time ka kite.